Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. We are here with Tracy Chimo. Yay. In your fabulous dressing room at the Music Box Theater, great little playhouse, Mm -hmm. little cute, little quirky dressing room. I love it. You've got great. I love these. Are these, uh, you know, family photos from uh, back in the day? They are. So I've got. uh, That's my grandma over there with the the redheaded fabulous lady. Mm -hmm. That's a picture of her in the seventies. She. We used to call her Lady Anne. She was like. She wore high heels to physical therapy. (laughs) (laughs) That was the kind of lady that that she was. Yeah, and then that's my dad and his father, so that's my grandpa. And then these two guys right here, see the dog with my wig? Mm -hmm. That's my Fran wig. Um, That's our our, um, wig supervisor, Jonathan Sharpless. That's his dog, Cosmo. And then that's Jonathan wearing one of the wigs. Back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the baby shower wig? No, oh. Uh, that. Oh yeah, that wig is like epic. Yeah, <laughs> that wig is epic. No, this is um, Molly. She's the oh, smallest oh, oh. of the four girls that I play. Mm-hmm. The uh, smallest, meaning I have the um, least lines. Mm. Uh, From the wedding four. scene. The wedding. Yes. Yeah, I think I say like four things. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the wig that he's wearing. Excellent. Well, you are starring right now in the Heidi Chronicles, I am. which is yes. a wonderful Wendy Wasserstein play. Yes, it is. It's one of my favorites. What's your history with the play? Did you like? Had you read it or know it very well? Yeah, I studied it in school. Um, I went to Salem State College, uh, just north of Boston, and we studied it there. And uh, then. From there, I read um, her other plays, like Uncommon Women and Others, and then I also read um, Isn't It Romantic, which no one yeah. has ever heard <laughs> well, Neither of us have like, read it. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Not, not yes. <laughs> no, and no one knows that play. I love that play. Um, no one ever produces it. I don't know why, but um, um, I, I started to really fall in love with Wendy Wasserstein, and mm. then uh, I worked with Pam McKinnon, like six years ago, we did a show in Philly together, and uh, and then I hadn't worked with her since. And then she called and asked me to be in this play. That's great. She, and she asked me to play these four these four ladies. And I remembered Fran was the first one that I remembered. Mm. I was like, oh my god, Fran! Yeah, <laughs> have to play Fran. And um, yeah, and then so I, I it worked out, and I got to do it. And you also did, we saw the reading of Uncommon Women yes. that, that you oh, were that, in that yeah. one night only the thing. Indigo Theater totally. Project. Yeah, Indigo Theater Project. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. was great. I love that play. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's one of my favorites. It's funny, like the Heidi Chronicles, I think it's a fantastic play, but I love, Wendy Wasserstein has some other plays that I think are like just as, yeah, just as great, yeah. if mm-hmm. not better. And Uncommon is definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah. super. Yeah, I wish uh, we were seeing them all the time. I know. <laughs> Great. I know. Guys. It's weird that she doesn't get, you know, produced that much in New York City. Well, I think from what I understand, she get, it's one of those things that doesn't get done in New York that often, but does get, get done, done 
other places. Yeah. Yes, like and all over the country. It's mm-hmm. like that New York that. thing where yeah, you're like, hey, but we're the center cool of the universe. So. I know. So where are you? <laughs> Wendy yeah, I know. I know. I know. Hopefully more though now. Yeah, Hopefully definitely. More. So in the Heidi Chronicles, yes. you play four written characters and we, we're we not stalking you, but we also were at <laughs> oh, yeah. the Drama League panel yeah. for oh, the show. Oh, you were? Oh my yes. God. <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah. That was, it was very, very They put on really nice, so. fun, it's a tiny room, so it's really yeah. like fun and intimate and yeah. everybody gets their questions answered. I know. Yeah. And Great. everybody asked also like good questions. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not yes. like, no. how'd you memorize all those lines? No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any advice for actors? Those are our two favorite questions. Yeah, I, I, know. Could ask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, you never know what to say to those <laughs> questions. I never know what to say to those mm-hmm. questions. I memorize them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you get used to it, I guess. Job. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I learned how to do it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the whole like, what do you like, what advice for actors? I always try to answer those questions because mm. I remember like being, yeah. being right. one of those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being like, how am I going to do this? Right, mm-hmm. totally. How am I supposed to make a living? <laughs> <laughs> Which is still the question. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you play four characters, a fifth yes. unwritten character. Totally. Filling the scene out. Filling but the scene tell out. us about yeah. these four individual amazing women that you play. Um, well, it's funny because when I first started working on the play, um, do you guys know Jeremy Shamos? He's a great mm-hmm. actor. So I bumped into him at an event and I was like, dude, can you tell me like what it's like to play several different people? Because I no- I know he's he's done it before mm-hmm. and I've never done this before. And he was like, I have played more than one person more than I have played one person. And he was like, so I, what, like anything you want to know, yeah. I will help you. And I was like, I can't figure out how to find like their through line. Cause normally that's like the first thing I try to look for mm. in a play. Or if I'm playing a character, I try to play, I find their, their story, like what their yeah. story is within the story of the play. And it was hard with four different people. I was like, how am I going to do this? And he was like, no, you do have a through line. It's through these four very different people but Wendy wrote these four people just for one actress Mm -hmm. so that's how you have to kind of figure out and navigate um that way so it's just a different skill set so um it was fun to kind of figure out how to do that I I think the way for me was to make them as different as possible that was that that was sort of the key but they do if if you look at them they do sort of have some similarities Mm. Like they're all kind of outspoken. Mm. Yeah, they're all not afraid of saying the thing that everybody else in the room is afraid to say. True, you know? mm-hmm. all of them have that quality. Yeah, but they're just different um, temperaments. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So Fran was the one that I connected with the most because she's bold and brazen. <laughs> yeah. And really, like you know, out there, and I I loved her. Molly. Um, the smallest of the characters was actually the, the hardest mm. for me to figure out yeah. because when you have so little to do, you don't have a lot to go mm-hmm. off of, you know? And so it was kind of hard to find her purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it was an interesting experience in rehearsals. Is there anything in that scene written about the, 
and stage direction, or maybe because I've only seen the show once now. Okay. Um, in that scene, written about the relationship between Molly and Su- Susan or Suzanne? Susan. Susan. Yeah, Susan. Um, because they're on the Women's Collective in Montana. Yeah. Yep, Montana. yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and then now they're at this wedding, and yeah. just I think it's an interesting relationship. Mm, and there's a lot of things you can project onto it. Or decide for yourself. I don't I know, know if you guys worked on. We did. That was a big question, actually, and I know that I had a totally different opinion. Excuse me, than um, than Pam, our director, and um, Allie, the actress who's playing Susan. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were gay. I was like, I just think they're friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. that are on this women's collective in Montana, and. They were like, no, they're together. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and I was yeah. like, no way. Really? <laughs> Why? Just because they're like buds and they're on this women's mm. collective, that means they're lesbians. So I really like, I kind of fought that. For, I lost. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Horribly. Yeah. But um, no, but but yeah, I just yeah. didn't. That was a tricky thing. It, there's nothing in the script that says right. they are partners because that's what we thought there's right. well yeah, yeah but i didn't even i uh <laughs> yeah, right? i see lesbians but, everywhere well, so that's, <laughs> think about it. That's, that's funny we saw dr Zhivago last night and there's a scene where there's like a bunch of women you know all the men are like fighting and all the women are singing a song about how they're just like you know me and i was so like they're all lesbians so, now right, of course yeah. 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 i just think gay. everyone's a lesbian yeah. right yeah. well what were those men were doing the same thing <laughs> on the front i'm sure they were I mean, yeah i'm sure they, they were have to Come be on. I haven't seen that play yet. Yeah. I'm excited to see it was, that one. It was big. It was. All, I heard. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I heard. We liked yeah, it. I heard yeah, it yeah, big and beautiful. Yeah, we yeah, missed out on all the big spectacle musicals of uh, the '80s, so yeah. we better get in, yes. get them in now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Love while it. they're here, I know. I love a spectacle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're Actually, seeing the really spectacular see on Sunday. Yeah, we're seeing the a lot spring of, spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the Radio City. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My buddy Josh Harmon wrote um, oh, the book for how that. exciting. Yeah, right? I'm very interested. I love a spectacular. I've, I've seen never the radio seen a spectacular. Me too. Like seven times. Yep. Same. So I'm, I, I have the show in my in head, your head and it's going to be entirely different. It's going to be excited. so different. And Laura Benanti. Yeah. Right. We hear there's lots Hot. of dogs. Yeah. Oh, there's dogs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's my like God. A, this is really serious? exciting. There's like at least five, <laughs> at least five dogs, I believe, that are yeah. used multiple times. Like oh, my York God. dog walking scene, I think. Anytime oh you put a God. dog in a show, I'm happy. I'm there. I yeah. used to walk dogs. That's how I paid oh, my yeah. rent for a That's long time. That's a great long New time. York job. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot it of was people awesome. who walk dogs. Yeah. yeah. I feel it's a like good job. I always wanted to be a, a, a dog walker. I, I applied to dog walking places, but I never got a job. Really? It's a good Job. Right, my yeah. roommate's a dog walker, and oh, I'm always yes. like, "You just get to hang out with dogs That's all day." It. It's way easier than like having That's to deal amazing. with a human boss. Yeah, you know, this conversation you don't really have a boss. just made me realize we didn't do our questions that we. Oh, we didn't. Uh-oh. We didn't do our, uh, we didn't do 10, our ten questions, questions that we start everything ten with. Questions. Yeah. We should go back. And yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have that <laughs> conversation. We'll conversation. <laughs> Edit it. Whoopsie. Edit. All right. So these are our 10 questions that okay. we ask everyone that we interview. <laughs> okay, when we good, remember okay. to. <laughs> Do you know Beth Level? No. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Who just, is that? Oh, she is a wonderful uh, actress. She was in the Drowsy Chaperone. She won a Tony Shit. Award in 2006. She's our patron saint. Yeah, Shit. we just love no. her a lot. Why do I not know her? But oh I don't gosh. know a lot of singing, dancing right, roles. Right, right, right. Yeah. Music, yeah. She's like she a, a musical singing, theater person. Yeah. Strictly. She's a dancing lady. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I, I mean, I only wish I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, those people are. We just like her. No, I don't know her. Well, now 
Yeah. Now, yeah. When, after we're done, you can this YouTube is her. Because, because, yeah, we, yeah, we let people know. There's eyes. But wait a minute. So the Drowsy Chaperone, that's, one of my favorites is Sutton Foster. Oh. Mm, we yeah. love Sutton Foster. Love Have you been Foster. watching her new TV show, Younger? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's but fantastic. I wait. I am like every person I see, I'm like, Have you been watching Younger? It's really it's good. Really oh, good. yeah. It's great. I can't wait to see it. I like the yeah. premise. Yeah. It's really funny. It's like perfect for her. Like the supporting so cast is great. Yeah. Miriam Shore is on it. Awesome. Yes, she's fantastic. Yep, yeah. I love her. It's great. Yeah. Okay, it's a great wait. show. I will watch that. Everybody watch That'll it. That'll be a good thing to do when I close <laughs> yeah. this place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which show do you most want revived? Pride and Prejudice. Ooh. Is that weird? No. That's. I love that show. I've I've never seen a stage production of Pride and Prejudice, but once. I love it. I love mm. it. I love it. I love that story. That's mm. another lady writer that like, yeah, I think should be back on Broadway. I Jane think it's Austen. interesting that they that her shows there. I they get adapted, but then they don't get performed very often. They don't. They get performed regionally. A lot of yeah. regional theaters, I think, do Jane Austen. I mm. that's where I saw Pride and Prejudice for the first time in Ohio. Oh. Huh. Yeah, in Cleveland. Wow, like. Years ago, like got a million years ago. Yeah, <laughs> come on, New York. Come on, New York. It's crazy. Jane was it a straight play or music? It was. No, I know no. I think they made versions of all of them. I think. I'm sure. <laughs> degrees of oh my success. gosh, I'm sure. No, but I'm talking about the straight <laughs> yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would love to play Lizzie Bennet. Oh my god, that's like the best role ever. Yeah, yeah. let's I do would it. See that. We're let's putting it out into the universe. Putting it out into the universe, guys. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice. Have you ever fallen asleep on stage while pretending to be asleep (laughs) or dead on stage? No. That's good. (laughs) Good. No. We're just dreaming of the day when uh, that happens. Yes. And somebody's like... Oh my god, that oh, would be what's my line? Awful. <laughs> yeah, That's terrifying. Terrifying. That is terrifying. We've just no, seen I've never a lot done of that. shows where uh, actors had were playing characters that took naps during shows. Sure. Yeah. And you're like Judith Light is just sleeping on stage right now. Right. How is she doing yeah. that? No. That's that's wonderful. Dr. Javaka was dead on stage with a with a a handkerchief over his face for a long time. A You're long right. Time. I'm just thinking I about that. That's fun. I imagine that must be fun. <laughs> There's like a whole musical. I feel going like around. I would just yeah. like get an itch and be like, <laughs> I know, I know, and then you're horrified yeah. and like I can't scratch it. But when I remember when I was a little girl, I used to pretend like I was asleep a lot, <laughs> but like I'd be listening mm. to things that were going on around me. So I imagine that's fun to be yeah. an actor pretending to be asleep. Yeah, on stage. So true. What's your favorite Broadway house? The Lyceum. That's my favorite theater. Great theater. That's a great theater. Right? It's so old and beautiful. Yeah. I haven't worked there yet, but I hope to. Dreamcast us in a show. Hey! That's such a good question. Oh my God. Uncommon Women and Others? Yes. Right? Oh my God. I would love to. And I could do that with you? Yes. Let's do it. Okay, good. Revive it. Right? (gasps) Revive it. That would be amazing. (laughs) Do you read reviews? No. Never. That's good. I don't read them of my work and I don't read them of my friend's work. Nope. Because it it clouds your, Mm -hmm. your. vision of mm. what you think that the show could be. I mean, you're not going to have a, a clean 
um, perception when you go. Absolutely. You have somebody else's voice in your head. Yeah. Yeah. But sense. I don't even read them. I know actors that read them when the shows close. Mm-hmm. They'll go back and read yeah. their reviews and I just can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Does everyone in your circle know this about you so nobody's coming to you and yeah, for, the, they... for the most part like my closest <laughs> yeah. pals know yeah. that about me. Every now and then especially for, for the Heidi Chronicles I got a lot of people like on Twitter mm. that oh, would sure. tweet me reviews mm-hmm. and you know like look at this one it's so great and I was like ah I don't want to see it no like, no, no thank no. you but no yeah so only the close buds yeah I just think it messes with your head no yeah, that makes so sense completely. good or bad yeah they kind of just they mess with you what is the show that you've seen the most times Mm. Is it weird to say Jerusalem? No. <laughs> no. With this poster right behind me. This thing right here that I'm in love with. Um, yes, yeah, this Mark Rylance man. Yeah. Um, I love that poster. And mm. I, I, of course, that was like the first thing I put up when I got into the theater because it was here, yes. obviously. And um, and I think he's such a beast oh, on stage. Yeah. I just think he's incredible. Mm-hmm. And I loved that show. I like mm-hmm. Jez Butterworth a lot. I saw The River with mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman. Oh, right. And I I like that too. Mm. I just think he writes great stories. Yeah, so that's I saw that the most yeah. times. Nice, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you prove. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you fangirl over? Sutton Foster. Oh, totally. Good one. Totally. <laughs> I love her. She's yeah. fantastic. I love her. What was your best or worst survival job? Okay, uh, I've had many. So um, the worst was I waited tables at a country club one summer, and it was horrific. I was so bad because you have to carry those big trays. Mm. It's not like you're not just carrying plates of food out to folks like you would normally like around New York City. So I had a lot of waiting table jobs in New York City, Mm -hmm. and it it was easier. But the country club, you're carrying these giant, big-ass, huge trays, and I – dropped one. Oh, oh no. That's awful. Plates crashed all over the floor. I spilled hot tea on an old lady. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I totally burnt an old lady. Oh jeez. And uh I was swiftly fired. Oh, oh. there's no way I could do that. No, no way. I'm no. always like <laughs> Yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fumbling I'm, I'm fumbling, in my hand. Yeah, fumbling lady, oh. so am I. I I'm klutzy. <laughs> it was very very bad. Very bad. Did you have like a good one that you really liked? Yeah, I loved, I loved, um, I worked at Happy Paws. Do you guys know uh, Happy Paws? No. So that was not the dog walking job that I mm-hmm. had. That was like through other people, but mm-hmm. the Happy Paws is a kennel. Oh. And so I got to play with doggies oh. for a living. That's, That's what I did. Amazing. And they paid me. <laughs> so That's I was a great like, job. Every now and then we had to take them out for a walk, but sure. it was mostly like we would play with them in a room. Yeah. So the big dogs would be in one room, little dogs would be in the other room, Amazing. and then medium dogs would be in another room. What? I would like pay to do that. It I want right? to go hang out with it's dogs. Like therapy. Yeah. <laughs> it was therapy. Yeah, it was awesome. That and I was auditioning great. a ton. So it was fun to like go on these auditions and then run to work and play with dogs. Yeah. Sort of like Very healing. Relax. Yeah, healing. absolutely. Yeah. Decompress. <sighs> Totally. Emotional support yeah. dogs. Yeah, That's great. exactly. That's yeah, amazing. It was awesome. That was a good job. That was a good job. <laughs> That's great. They should, they should have us like 
a center in <laughs> Times Square so that they, they oh, for the like, actors. Like right next to Ripley Greer. So you can just like, if you yeah, did, oh, did you just God. have a bad audition? Ripley Here, Greer. have a puppy. Totally. Yeah. Let a puppy hug you. You need a little yeah, unconditional somebody, love Somebody right needs now. to do this. Somebody needs to lease Dude, some space in 528th Avenue. Yeah, somebody does. <laughs> somebody needs to rent out just one studio yeah. and fill them with puppies. Yeah. Yes, we have puppies in Bill here. Those Berloni. auditions are <gasps> rough. Yeah. Who? Bill Berloni. Oh. He's like the a dog trainer. Broadway dog trainer <laughs> he needs somebody, somebody yeah. tell him to do yeah. this. all the dogs somebody get out there and tell him but those show dogs are so well behaved yeah that's true oh, I know <laughs> all right those show cats oh no <laughs> well cats cats yeah cats are dicey I love them yeah I love I love cats I'm no, allergic to you. them me yeah. too I'm allergic to them yeah. I just don't and get along crazy. with them. They're crazy. Yeah. They don't, I want to hold them and they don't want me to you hold them. You just don't know what you're going to get. No, you don't. That's, That's my true. problem with them as well. Like dogs, it's just, you know exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to get that love that mm-hmm. like nobody can And if they, you. Exactly. if they're done with you, they walk away from yeah. you. They don't bite you. <laughs> they don't bite you or scratch you. I've been bitten by so many cats. They're just like, mm. I'm done with you. Yeah. Me. Well, they don't give a up. warning. Dogs give no, a warning they when they're done. Warning. They're like, they warning, do. growl. That's yes. True. All right. I'm, yeah, that's that's enough. Cats are just like, cats are just fuck fascinated. you. Yeah. They- <laughs> cats. Out of nowhere. Fine. I won't pet you ever again. <laughs> yeah. Jerk. I'm sorry. Right. I like your belly. <laughs> Is that so bad? True. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last question. Okay. On our list. <clears throat> if you had comps in a time machine, what would you see? If I... Had, did you say if I had comps to a time machine? No, you comps had, and yeah, a time machine. You have comp tickets oh, I comp and, tickets a time machine, and a time so machine. So you can see anything in the ooh, history of the world. Ooh, good question. Wait, let me think about this. Didn't Daniel Day-Lewis play Hamlet in England? Oh, somewhere that sounds like a thing that probably did happen i yeah right I, and i feel like he uh because he hasn't done theater since this is years this is like pre my left foot oh. daniel day lewis oh. was doing hamlet in london mm-hmm. and he walked out <gasps> in the middle of the show wait what he just left he know? was like he had been this, doing I'm it for months it? and he was like fuck <gasps> this i'm done he couldn't do it he just couldn't do it one more time wait like but during a performance? During a performance. That's, he just left. What? Which is a little Daniel shady. That's but intense. wouldn't you want to see that? I, yeah, oh, absolutely. 100% I, I, mean, I would want to be there. I yeah. Also, I wouldn't do it, Whoa. but like, I would want to see somebody do that. I'm, I'm, also like, I'm done. I'm like, done. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Was he like, I quit? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and like, walked off? Or was it a situation? Because I also am fascinated by those situations where an understudy comes on yeah. for a main role. Yeah. You're like, that's not the same person. <laughs> like, hang on. In the middle of the show. Like, did the audience know that he was like, peace? That's the thing. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Oh I don't yeah, know the full story. The full so I would like this. comps to that yeah. show in yes. London. Yeah. And I would take my time machine back that to like 19... 19- Seventy-nine so or eighty, like, yeah, whatever the hell year yeah. that was, yeah, yeah. right? Because yeah. what happened? I yeah, know. I'm so what curious. Happened? I'm like, what? I want to yeah. know. I want to know if he was like mid sentence, and all of a sudden it to just be, clicked. Or, it, I mean, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And the I'm audience done. is like, uh, I can't uh, say this one more time. I can't do the speech again. Oh no, God. I can't I do this one more time. Eric. I don't want to look at you. No, exactly. I don't care. That's a 
Oh my gosh. I hope somebody listening <laughs> to this like a, has all my scoop. hair knowledge. <laughs> yeah. I hope somebody if somebody has the scoop, please yes. give it to me. Oh my gosh. Now right? our thirteen year old listeners are not gonna know <laughs> no, who Daniel Day so looks ch- <laughs> Oh my god, Google him. <laughs> Google him right now. He is the best actor. The guy from There Will Be Blood. There will be Children. blood. That man. What else Amongst has he been in that they would know? Yeah. Nothing. Gangs of New York. Was such a long time ago. <laughs> I know. Oh we're so God. old. Are we old? Is that why? I'm like so... Gangs of New York. It was like yesterday. How, can you imagine if that happened right now? Like what if like Helen no. Mirren was oh like, no. Uh, right? Done. It was just like, that's oh it. God. Or Bill Nye Why am I was still like, playing forget yeah. it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? I was in red. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like trying what to happened? imagine. Yeah. I love that. That's great. You know who's going to do that someday? Patty Lapone. Yep. <laughs> just walk out. <laughs> She's going to do Done. It. Yeah. Oh, totally. Be done yeah. With it. That would be hysterical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I hope I'm there. It. I hope yeah, I'm there yeah, for that. I hope I'm there. I do wish that I was in the audience the day that she told the lady with the oh, cell phone. Yeah, to I know, right? Oh my or whatever God. happened. The yeah. best thing because someone was recording. Yes. Oh my God, seriously? Yeah, there's audio of it. I've never heard the audio of it. It's probably still on YouTube. Yeah, because somebody was like bootlegging the show. And of course, it was the same night that she (laughs) screamed at someone. Oh my God. Yeah, you should listen to it. It's great. She's like, like, I'm I'm not going to continue until like, you know, the people that are here who appreciate this oh, my are so God. Great. great. She just it's, went nuts. She but went you know totally what? Stop taking pictures. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> this is Gypsy, right? Yeah. This is yeah. She was doing yeah. 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 Makes sense. Well, and she's like, I mean, she's already kind of in that headspace all the time. But then on top of that, she's like playing Gypsy. Yeah. I mean, Mama <laughs> and Gypsy. And she's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. you're already. Yeah. And it was like, like hitting the right ceiling. before Rose's turn yeah, I think it, so it was uh, like she was like right there she yeah, was like already yeah. top Rimming. of her emotions yeah, yeah. And then she was like you know what that's brilliant <laughs> oh my god I, mean, I hate people <laughs> I yeah I'm always fascinated when I see a show and like somebody takes a flash photo and you're like mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. you know you're not supposed to but also because I'm like a little bit of a photography nerd I'm like that picture's not going to come out. If you use a flash from that far away, no. it's not going to come out. Flash there's, the there's, there's a many lot of lights. lights. Yeah, it's there's not many gonna, lights, people. Why would you? It's not going to. So dumb. It's going to be like, like you you're going to get that for flat. Yeah. 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 And everyone else. And everyone else. Well, have you guys ever been in an audience when people are talking to mm. the actors? <gasps> Wait, like to the people on? No, yeah. what? No. So have you? Did you see Bad Jews? Which no. is the play that I did. I missed okay, it. So, terrible about. No, it's it was. No, um, I, in an, I feel legitimately awful. everyone oh, keeps okay. on talking about. It. There was that's that great okay. article in the New York Times about your guys' hair. Yes. Hair. Oh my god, I love that article. Yeah. I was also like, I get it. Right? I get it. Oh my god, this hair is a. <laughs> Although mine teases pretty well. That's good. It can get big. It can get big. Yeah. You get it though. I know. I, hear you. I have I an undercut, you. so this is That's about fifty nice. percent of what I have naturally. So you normally. So I normally. <laughs> if this, if yeah. I didn't have the undercut, it would. It's like a triangle yeah, shape. It's mine like too. Yes, mine it's like too. Kathy the cartoon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it. The struggle I is totally so real. If I wasn't an actress, I would have that bit shaved. Just a little piece yeah. in my yeah. head, I would have that shave, that nice. side shave. I love that. Well, you can't yeah. do that. Right? You, you think? wear wigs. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you wear right? lots of Most wigs. Most of the time. I mean, Usually they just use my big hair. Well, that's true. And don't give them that option. And then yeah. you wear fabulous <laughs> wigs. Yeah, exactly. you like, buy me that lace front. Yeah. It's just easier. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's just so much easier. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so people were oh, yeah. talking to you? you oh, yeah. talked about this a little bit. In the, oh, at the, at the talk panel. back, yeah. Yeah. Well, I had like an old lady, you know, I remember there was like one week in particular where like a lot of folks just, that play caused people like to get angry yeah. no mm. but like i think i said this in the drama league thing nobody left that play ambivalent mm-hmm. people either left furiously angry <laughs> or wildly happy yeah do you know what i mean like yeah. people loved it or they hated it there was like kind of no in between so there was this old lady sitting in the front row and i remember i ate a corn muffin in the beginning of the show and i'm also yelling mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. so it was mm-hmm. it was one of those roles that are like awesome yeah. like you're just messy yeah. It's it's a messy role. And this woman in the front row went, She's disgusting. Oh <laughs> so loud. Oh my oh, god. So loud. Um that it stopped the show because oh. the audience was like, oh. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> You're like, we can all hear you. We can all hear you. Oh, yeah. And you're in the front row. Like, be quiet, be quiet. <sighs> and then in that same week, there was a lady who told me to shut my mouth. <gasps> You're like, but ma'am, your but jo- I'm your prof- job is the opposite. <laughs> I know. That is so crazy. I can't be quiet. That's I mean, also I like that's, funny. The shut your mouth. Say. What if you were like, okay. I know. Now Bye-bye. the play is over. Bye-bye. Everyone, Bye-bye. please Bye-bye. leave. What would you like me to do? You would like <laughs> so insane. This woman owes you so your money for the ticket. What? I mean, I guess in a situation like that, even though those people are insane, that it, in the way that you were saying, it was getting such a visceral mm, reaction. It was. We were getting, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it was really upsetting to myself and the other yeah, yeah, actors yeah. in the show who were like, hey, man, like we're just trying to do, we didn't write this. Right. We're just trying to do our job. One time That's when intense. we saw Arcadia. Oh, man. Which, what theater was that at? I can't remember. The Walter Kerr? I think that's right. Ooh, and we were like, or maybe theater. the Barrymore. No, it wasn't at the Walter Kerr because we were in the, it was at the we Barrymore were in the back. And the Walter Kerr has that weird right. two row balcony. I'm pretty sure it was the Barrymore. I think it was the, ba- the Barrymore. But Somebody's anyway, screaming we're... at their our phone right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you look this up? Feel like looking <laughs> Sorry. It up. Um, but we were <laughs> almost in the very back row and there was a, an old oh. man, which okay. whenever old people comment they can't hear themselves so they talk generally they louder. can't hear themselves Over, i think that's so they the can problem. hear themselves yeah. um but at She's one disgusting. point it was quiet it's a real quiet show to begin with i i, I can't imagine that no that the that the actors didn't no, they hear definitely this heard it's very it. loud it was very great acoustics loud. in that oh, theater Lord. and he just went this is terrible. No. Like, he like shouted oh, it too. Boy. And you're also like, oh my I don't God, understand. they heard that. Just sure they wait that. until the end. Just go have lunch and talk about how much you didn't like it. You don't need to shout it in the it's middle like, of the show. It's like they can't help yeah. themselves. Yeah. They just Intense. have to say it. Well, or they have to say it. They just don't. Wait, yesterday, can I ask you a question? When those cannons went good. off in... Um, Dr. Zhivago and mm-hmm. I said fuck. Oh, I'm both sure times. the was people it, around us could hear you. Was it kind of quiet you? though? <laughs> no, 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 no. But it was, there was a loud <laughs> thing happening. Every single time an explosion <laughs> happened on the stage, Patty went, fuck, oh my God! No, not quite. 
<laughs> but like it was loud and the people yeah. around us maybe had heard like, you but i'm sure the okay, people on stage okay. couldn't because it was I also had a panic right that's now. different <laughs> no no no, 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 no. <laughs> that's totally different <laughs> that's very different than being in the front row and yelling at the actor or like shut your mouth like in a quiet moment yeah so no that's totally different if like there's a loud ass cannon on stage you're allowed to have a big reaction do you know what i mean yeah like that's terrifying. Doctor Shivago. I made a joke about there being no cannons in the second act, and there were two. Yeah, and oh they scared God. you a lot. And they scared you. Yeah, yeah. every single yeah. gunshot like, that went off ugh, was I don't terrifying. Like noises. Mm. Is that weird? No, I sound like such a don't you idiot. No, <laughs> but I really like, like that whole show. To me, was like being at a fireworks right, show, yeah. which I right. hate also because I'm like, there's guns on stage. Right. Oh my god, <laughs> they're gonna go shake. off. They're gonna go yeah. off. They're gonna go off. Somebody's gonna get shot. <laughs> I was worried that you were missing out on dialogue because you had your well, uh, ears very, plugged at, so much well, he, to avoid well, the guns. Um, Paul Nolan is going to sing the end of his song, and he, I know he's going to hit a oh great, Lord. great note. Right. And he's got his gun out. And I'm like, I can't cover <laughs> no. my ears. I need to hear that. He's gonna, yeah, you need to hear that beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But he didn't fire at the end of the song, so. Mm. That's good. He fired later. Well, now I'm curious. At, at yeah. Bad Jews, did you have yeah. people staying after the show, like mm-hmm. any sort of stage door situation? Also... Mm-hmm. Like I did. I had a lot you? of people come up to me and be like, "Oh my god, I hate you." <laughs> That's like insane. Yeah. That yeah. is crazy. But they can't. It's funny because like people can't separate. Yeah, they can't no, absolutely. Separate. No, it's the same thing that uh, I think we hear about it all the time when people say weird shit at the stage door, and yeah. you're like, you know that this was um, make believe, you know right? right? It's a show. You know Although I do, we do love when audiences boo a villain boo a villain at a curtain call that's oh that's fun, that's fun. Yeah. when does yeah. see i love to play the that villain happened? i actually like like bad jews was i don't i didn't see her as a villain at mm-hmm. all but a lot of people did kind of view her yeah. as like the baddie or whatever mm-hmm. right. and or the extremist or something and so whenever like, somebody would say to me i hate you i'd be like thank you yeah that's <laughs> i did my job yeah. exactly yeah. thank you i'm so yeah. glad i'm so glad yeah <laughs> that yeah. you're so angry yeah. with me yeah. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. they but, did that at porgy and bass yeah, to Philip Boykin's character. That's and he awesome. loved it. Yeah, he oh, loved I bet. it. He would come I out and curtsy. Bet. It was great because he was like, "I get <laughs> Thank it." Yeah, that's great. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think that's pretty cool. For Heidi Chronicles, what are the audiences like for this show? Because it's sort of the same sort of boomer demographic, yeah. especially because it's about that yeah. generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were laughing at a lot of references that we did mm-hmm. not understand. Yep. Yes, that's true. Of course. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and we're generating mostly that kind of an audience mm. that that gets the references. Yeah. We're generating a lot of boomers are definitely coming to the yeah. show, but a lot of mothers are bringing their daughters yeah, to this show, great. which I think is so that's cool. Awesome. Like at the stage door mm-hmm. every night, we have sixteen-year-old girls. Oh, that's great with their moms. That's and fantastic. I love to see that, and and you can tell they didn't maybe if they don't understand the references, but they love the story, right? It almost felt to me like, though, when I was watching Anything Goes, I'm like, I don't get these Cole Porter references. Right. Right? Who cares? It's Who cares? Like, I get, you know, we get the gist of it. It's so interesting. Yeah. I've had some people think that some people think this play is very dated hmm. and that has been sort of like hmm. going around. Yeah. You can you can feel that. And people have been saying that. And it's I think that maybe some of the references are dated. But would you say that like 
is Richard the Third dated? Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, That's like, yeah. Every, every time I've heard like, like that thing come up where people are like, I don't know, people don't want to hear about like old school feminism. I'm like, okay, but whatever. Really? That's like such an irrelevant thing that to say because I'm, yeah, does that mean actually. we just shouldn't revive anything? Right. Like, so I don't, I don't understand. It's that. a weird thing that's happening though with feminism that yeah. like mm-hmm. people are like, that's so old. Yeah, actually, this play is still pretty relevant. Yeah. Um, you could have written that plaza speech today. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, which is the big monologue that she mm-hmm. has in the second act about feeling stranded, about a yeah. woman feeling like an alien. Yeah. And that's like, I think that, I don't know, I feel like an alien sometimes well, in New York. Yeah. Like, absolutely. One of the things that I was thinking about when after I saw the show was actually, I was glad that I lived in New York because... Yeah. Um, with seeing all your friends getting married on Facebook and having babies, I really don't care and I'm totally fine. But I don't know if I would be as fine if I weren't in New York city, Mm -hmm. because that's not the environment I live in. But if I lived closer to home, if I lived in the Chicago suburbs where most of those people still live, I don't know if I would be as okay with my situation. I know. Yeah. Cause in, I think in New York city, we're all like, career minded yeah, and we're like hey we're driven. in New York we all have roommates because we're poor and yeah. stuff like that you know yeah. and if you lived in a you know a place that wasn't so expensive then it would be more it's strange to have roommates and stuff. Here, yeah right it's a big like lifestyle it's just, it's difference. A, yeah it's huge like whenever I go home and I'm from Boston whenever I go home to like uh, see my family I am kind of like the odd girl out in a way. You know what I mean? Like yeah, everybody's totally. married. Yeah. Everybody's got kids. And it's awesome But you, because you get to be the funky New Yorker. Yeah, absolutely. Who's like, I don't have a husband. I don't have kids, but I have an awesome apartment yeah. that I love that like, I can do whatever I want with. Yes. And I eat out every night because yeah. I feel like it because yeah. that's what you do here. And yeah. like your life is... There's more of an excitement. There's always a buzz in New Mm -hmm. York, I feel like, that the suburbs, as beautiful as they can be, they don't have that kind of energy. Right. Yeah. And so you do feel less alone here in Mm -hmm. a way. There's a lot of stimulus. There's a lot of people. Yeah. And I wonder if that's just part of the cynicism of people being like, we don't need this idea because we're good. Hmm. Which is not true. Right. (laughs) No. Not at all. No, but I think it's... uh, talking about like feminism and the and this show and people yeah. like I just I find it so interesting I think people when it's a show that has strong female characters or touches anything yeah. surrounding feminism all of a sudden you have people being like well why do we need to talk about it like totally. why did you bring it up and you're totally. like oh my god you're so sexist I know <laughs> it's the only thing I oh want to say I'm god. like Oh, so you hate women's. Right. That's interesting to know about you now. What this play will do to you is it, what it's done for me is I've noticed sexism everywhere now yeah. in a way that like I didn't notice it before. Yeah, totally. Or maybe if I noticed it, I didn't know how to like label it. Right. Mm. You know, I yeah. didn't know exactly. I was like, that's funny. And yeah. now I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one and of the things I found most interesting because I didn't know this show at all before mm-hmm. seeing it and had oh, a lot cool. of people who did know it, who, you know, people who I would consider like my feminist friends yeah. who were telling me like, oh, like we know you, you're going to really love this show and you're going to hate the ending. And I was like, I wonder why people are saying that. Oh, she Like I was so confused. And then I came and saw the show and like when the curtain came down, I'm like, I'm confused. What was happening that I was supposed to hate? Right. I yeah. don't understand why. Like, because oh, I thought funny. the ending was fantastic. Fantastic. I thought it made so much, but I have 
because of the friends I have and the way they see my like, I don't know, radical feminism, they were like, oh, you're just going to hate that she had a baby. And I'm like, why? Hey, I'm like not a, a, you know, the type of feminist who would like shun a woman for making a choice, even though it's different from the choice that I'm going to make, which I think maybe I can see why people are talking about an outdatedness because I think feminists right now are much more like... It's not like Fran feminism and people are want no, to reject that, uh-huh. but it's part of our history That's and it's it something started. we need to talk I mean, about. We needed women like Fran Absolutely. to get us where yeah. we are today, right? Like Absolutely. we needed those ladies who were willing to like bust the walls down. Right. Yeah. Those like balls to the wall, yeah. crazy feminists that were yeah. just fucking mad. <laughs> yeah. We needed yeah. them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They had a purpose. And like, why is it dated if we talk about that? Right. Why is that dated? I think it's also like, you know, it's that thing of you, when you bring something up as a woman and people are like, oh, you're so angry. You and know, that's like, what's supposed it. to be like a bad thing. And you're like, well, fuck, yeah, I am angry. Yeah. <laughs> I should be angry. Like, this oh thing is God. bad. It's so it's, yeah. it goes back to like everything, you guys, though, like with powerful men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if they're aggressive in a meeting, they're just a great, right. yeah. awesome guy. Absolutely. But if a woman is aggressive in a business meeting and she's a powerful woman, she's a she's bitch. A bitch. Exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. You know? Or she's like on her period. <laughs> and you're like, no. Yeah. yeah. No. No, you're also like right. Try having <laughs> yeah. a period and sitting through a business meeting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Try in doing a, that. Like, right. Try yeah. leading through a business meeting. Yeah. Uh, you know what I was? Do you, are either of you familiar with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. There's like this in the no. movie. There's this uh, one of the characters. The, the female character has an empathy gun, oh, where you shoot no. it at someone and it makes you feel what you're feeling right there. And <gasps> oh my god, I, that's awesome! I always just whenever I have like a weird feminist thing that happens where I'm mad at someone, I'm like, I wish. I that empathy gun. Yes. And I'm going to point that empathy gun Shoot at someone arrow. right now. Yeah. Like, that's hilarious. I am going to have cramps. They hurt. Feel what I feel. <laughs> that's all I want to do. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think one of the things that I responded to in this show was a lot of what you guys were talking about at the Drama Desk panel is that it's it's my mom's story. Mm. It's my mom's yeah. generation story. And my mom was kind of in the middle. I would say she was closer to, like, Lisa, where she... Okay. She was pretty traditional, but, you know, she had a job when she needed to get a job to help our family and has been working. I don't want to say for my dad because it's his company, but I'll Mm. say with my dad mostly because she does most of the work. (laughs) (laughs) And his, like, small accounting firm uh, when that was, like, necessary for our family. Yeah. Um, But she still has, like, nonsense ideas (laughs) ideas <laughs> really sometimes yeah like what like I mean well I haven't I have a, I mean I understand I think I have like an idea maybe yeah. of what you're talking about but because I had to sort of teach my mom yeah. how to like behave with me a little bit mm-hmm. because it was just um sorry I just rejected that call it was, okay. <laughs> sorry whoever called my boyfriend, her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tell him sorry. he's gonna be like that angry feminist <laughs> that angry lesbian <laughs> No. Um, Sorry, continue. No, I was just uh, I was just saying I sort of had to teach my mom is a baby boomer mm-hmm. and um she was is an independent woman for sure, but like has these really strong mm-hmm. ideas mm-hmm. about like what a woman is supposed to look like. Yes. How you're supposed to behave right. in public. Yeah, it's those things. It's mm. the like it's the like the unladylike thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm so wildly unladylike that like I just kinda <laughs> had to teach her like mom. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to be what you think I should be. Yeah. Like, it's not going to look right. like that. 
What's so interesting? What's interesting is that my parents raised four daughters in a in a relatively ungendered house. Like we had trucks and and all kinds of clothes, and nothing was off limits. We played softball and did swim team and whatever. And then when my my nieces and nephews were born, Mm -hmm. it's like. Give the girls pink things and give the boys blue things. And it was such I a think, weird phenomenon. You know what? I yeah, think, though, weird. that's also because I think the world has changed a lot. And I think about this stuff a lot. <laughs> but I really think that capitalism has had such a detriment to how we gender our children. Because capitalism was yeah. like, hey, why have that one toy for both oh, sure. the, your boy and your girl? Why don't we make it a girl toy and a boy toy? Then we can make the parents buy two toys. Yeah. And I think that really yeah. made a huge, huge difference yeah. in like how children are the toy industry yeah. is like such a huge part I of that. Know, it's I so think. crazy, right? It's so, it's so interesting. interesting. My like childhood experience was my mom's basically like Fran. So I basically was That's like, hilarious. I was just saying the other day that when I was five years old, my uh, uncle gave me a Barbie for Hanukkah and my mom took it away from me, wouldn't let me have it. And then like decided I could have it and sat me down and was like, this is not what a woman's body looks like. This is not what it's going oh to God. look like. That's like, awesome. You can play with this toy, but you're not allowed to internalize what this like. Oh my God. She had a whole conversation. I was five and I was like, give me Barbie. Give me Barbie. <laughs> Give me back my Barbie. Like, That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so smart. Yeah. I know. You know, it's funny when we were at that uh, thing at the drama league. The woman, yeah. there was a woman that asked a question about um, the character of Fran. That yeah. she felt like the play was making fun of Fran. And I, like seeing the show, I was like, I totally connect with Fran. I get that, yeah. like a hundred percent. And to that woman, I wanted to be like, I think all the characters are on the same playing field. One of the moments what, that hit me the hardest. Uh, when I saw I saw the show again, like, I don't know, last week or something, mm-hmm. was when Lisa in the baby shower scene, when Lisa's like, let's move on. I don't want to talk about this. Yes. Oh, that breaks my fucking heart. Yeah. Like, yeah. that scene is what so intense. Because I feel like women took a step back right. in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Feminism just sort of, like, fizzled yeah. out. Yeah. And women were like, Oh, okay, we shouldn't talk about our feelings too mm. much. It was like because moms. that's tacky. That's tacky. Right, right. Be quiet. Yeah. yeah. Like people were being moms. Mm. Exactly. And not allowing themselves to care for themselves. No. And caring for their children. Yeah, and they kind of forgot themselves yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And and as a result, like feminist kind of feminism, excuse me, took like a backseat. Right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's so fascinating. Yeah, and you look at the difference between the rap group women and the baby shower women, and it's like they look like there's like 20 years have right. been between these women, but like really it's just been like maybe five. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's how little, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a funny thing. I want to see like the Heidi Chronicles too. I know. <laughs> yeah. I want to know yeah. what, what happens Present next. Right. Exactly. Like, um, yeah. Um, what's her name? Judy's story. Yeah. yeah. The Judy Chronicles. The Judy Chronicles. Yeah. I would watch that. That would be really interesting. Oh, totally. I would love to see totally how, uh, you know, Judy's experience of uh, yeah, feminism exactly. being raised in it. like the 90s yeah. Yeah. Would, uh, would have affected her. Yeah. What That's year so was funny. Judy born? Do we know? So I think like 89. 50. I think 1989. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is the year that of that where that last yeah. scene takes place. Yeah. That yeah, I yeah. think that is so because that's like I was born in eighty seven, so that is exactly mm-hmm. like it's, I was eighty three, so the, it's a little like mm-hmm. 
generation. Yeah, like just like a half a generation. Sure, sure. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, same sort of idea. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's so interesting. But what's cool is that we get to kind of like take it as our own movement now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it did kind of, it started, I mean, it's been going on since like the suffragettes, like back yeah, in right. you know, the 1800s, yeah. or, you know, but so it's like this, the women's movement has been slow. Right. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. I don't Well, especially given how, how quickly we're seeing things move in the gay, gay rights movement. and marriage That's equality so true. movement. Yes, exactly. But I think it's just because there's so much more information mm-hmm. um, and it, people can't, ignore as much as they were able to ignore right. before well because no, you have true. media yeah. so you media can actually reach but also people. like the women's movement is about choice and so a lot of women true choose differently right you know what i mean like they choose confusing. it is <laughs> yeah i know so we don't have like one clear goal right when you think about it mm-hmm. i was reading this like book about movement. uh uh like female abolitionists and suffragettes and there was like this heartbreaking statistic at the beginning of it where the like the first woman that it was chronicling was talking about there had been a study done in like 1900 or something. And 95% of the women who took the study said they wouldn't want their daughters to have the life that they had. Oh my God. And I was like, Oh God. Yeah, you're like, I'm dying. Like I'm 95%. Yeah. But it's also like, I think, you know, talking about how fast the movement's going, like when women, women were trying to get the rights to vote, like, 40 years before it actually happened and because of the way our history is taught i think a lot of people are like oh in like 1921 everyone was like what yeah. women can't vote yeah we should change that this is crazy yeah. we should fix that and you're like that's not no there was people like fighting for that for like years yeah. and years years and years, years. And it's no the same. One talks about. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, watching the show, you're like, guys, we're fighting. Like the, right. the the scene in front of the art museum makes me like. I was at a museum in D.C. like a few months ago, and I had this like horrifying moment all of a sudden where I was like, every single piece of art in this entire museum is yeah. a white man. Yeah, and I like left. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I got really like, upset and I like left. My donation yeah. back. To I would like, yeah. Oh, wait, it's it was free. It's free. It was free. It's I was in DC. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well. well, your taxes well. paid for that. <laughs> I want to know. I want to like. I want to go back to that art museum in Chicago and be like, "Where are the women no. artists? Where are all the women yeah. at?" Oh. It's infuriating, yeah. which is why I don't understand why when I hear the words dated come out of people's yeah. mouth, it actually breaks I mean, my heart because yes. I'm like, no, you guys, are, but you're missing, then you're missing it. Right. Yeah. Then you're missing the point of the play. Absolutely. Like, history doesn't mean dated. No. Right. This is a piece of history. Yeah. Like some professors, there was an article recently in the New York Times about the Heidi Chronicles and they were saying that like they interviewed a, a professor at a school and she was like, I actually teach the Heidi Chronicles to yeah. my students and I was like that's amazing because yeah. you should yeah. yeah you should so you can't just label bits of our history mm. as dated yeah because maybe you don't understand them right you don't understand everything in it absolutely you don't understand why we're doing it was that the article where they were basically saying that Wendy Wasserstein is like out of like basically why do we do Wendy Wasserstein yeah. because I read that article and yeah. punched a wall yeah like <laughs> yeah. it was so so and I thought it was so interesting because they yep. interviewed Lisa Cron and she was like, I don't know why you're asking me this question. Nobody asked that when a David Mamet show right? is doing this. Like, I'm sorry, I saw the anarchists. Like that nobody said that anything when that was happening. No. So it just it just quietly closed. <laughs> right. But yeah. like Yeah. But it's the same it's the same thing about women make people angry yeah. and people are like drawing conclusions that are like you would never have even brought that up if My it was a man. My favorite thing yeah. that men do 
is this is my favorite thing. <laughs> and I've noticed it so much since doing this show. They like to tell any woman that has like any kind of feeling. This is not all men. I first have to say that. <laughs> hashtag not, not all, all men. <laughs> hashtag not all men. Hashtag most men. <laughs> when a woman is feeling something or having an opinion about something, they tell you to calm down. Uh. So that's been that has sort of happened to me a, a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And I love when it happens when I'm not freaking out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. pretty amazing, and uh, that's the thing that I've kind of noticed recently. So you you talking about the anarchist is making me think about when men are like, "You need to calm down." Yeah, and you're yeah. like, because they um, can't deal that you're having an emotion. Right. Yeah, they can't deal with the fact that you're feeling something. Yeah. And so, yeah, it just. Fucks when with has your head. that ever worked? Also. <laughs> When has calm down? Okay. okay, no problem. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're right. I was totally overreacting. It just makes you go through the room. <laughs> right. It makes yeah. it worse. Like yeah. you, you're like pushing me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But that yes, that was the article that I read, yeah. and I went, I went through the roof when I read that. Yeah, article. it was infuriating. Like, this article is disgusting to me. Yeah, especially yeah. just like. When you're looking at everything that's happening on Broadway right now and yep. how many shows are fighting yep. for audiences to then be like, oh, well, I found the reason. Like, this is it. Shut up. Wendy Wasserstein <laughs> passed her no. time. No. No. No, she is not. No. <laughs> like the most absurd question in the ridiculous. world. Yeah. Ugh. And she's also inspired so many female writers to write what they're, excuse me, oh, writing no. about today. I'm sorry. I think Including I like Annie Baker. Like yeah. he's one of our like most amazing young female right, writers. Right, right. I just yeah. it's the same thing I think in like um when like Bridesmaids was coming out and everyone oh. like we you know yeah. are, met through like the comedy community. So oh, the comedy community yeah. was like go see this and see it on opening weekend because if this movie doesn't do well, the industry is going to be like, well, nobody likes women in movies. Nobody likes female driven comedy. Likes, we no, better just not do comedy. them anymore. Yeah. And it's like also guys. Also, sort no. of the same idea of like women doing things that are uncharacteristic. Right. But where everyone was like, I really like that movie. I thought it was really funny. It was a little like raunchy, or which, of course, like the shit scene is the one that Paul Feig put in. Right. So fine, whatever. But like that being in the comedy community, that's the comedy we see women doing. Every sure. week at UCB yeah. and in stand-up acts. Yeah. And that's why Amy Schumer is My as God, important and her. as amazing yeah. as she is. Yeah. Because she's doing the same shit that every other male comic right. does. She's yeah. doing it better. Yep. But where yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not shocked by Bridesmaids. I just thought it was really no, good I comedy. No, I wasn't shocked by it. I thought it was hysterical. Right. Yeah, it was so And funny. I also like was hurt by it too because I was like, oh man, like you worry for yeah. Kristen Wiig's character. Right. Oh, you yeah. worry for her. It was her. a beautiful And you movie. empathize yeah. with her. Yeah. It's a beautiful film. Yeah. yeah. My mom and her church group ladies went to see it. <laughs> oh, that's That's fun. amazing. They, they probably thought it was a cute little they, comedy they about really Bridesmaids. <laughs> they did. They did. And I was like, you what now? Oh my god! <laughs> How'd you like it? And she was like, "Well, it was uh, a little. It wasn't really for us, right? Of course. Like, I mean, I could have told you that, but I'm glad you contributed to yeah. the I also took my mom once to see the vagina monologues. Oh boy, which was one oh of boy. the best things that I've ever done. <gasps> what did she? Did she like it? She liked it. That's and it's, great. I love she that. chanted "cunt" with it. everyone. Amazing. Oh my god, that's the awesome. only time I've heard her say the word "cunt." <laughs> that nasty, she nasty, swear hilarious that much, word. But sometimes she does, but that is obviously a word she has that's never said. Hysterical. It literally might have awesome. been the first time that's she amazing. said that word because awesome. I don't think it would occur to her to say sure. it. Right, um, and. And then she told my aunt about it. 
And my aunt was like, she was, my aunt was telling a story about how the Catholic high school was doing, or the Catholic college was going to do the V monologues. The V monologues. She wouldn't even say vagina. She wouldn't say My mom was like, oh, the vagina monologues? Oh, Patty took me to see that. So progressive. (laughs) I love it. The V monologues. The V monologues. Yeah. Yeah. That is fascinating. Wow. That really is Mm -hmm. like, Whoa. I guess one thing we didn't talk about, have there been any like school groups that have come oh, yeah, to we see were the curious show? About that. No. No. Um, I my girlfriend runs a um a theater department in a high school in Boston and she was supposed to come in May. Uh, yeah, in the middle of May. Normal. I had arranged like for the school group yeah. to come. No. We have had mm, no school that's so groups. Frustrating. It is so frustrating yeah. because I feel like this play should be yeah, seen absolutely. by students. It should be seen by younger generations. Absolutely. Because that's who that's who needs to see and this. And then those play. are the right. kids that are gonna say, No, this is totally relevant. Right. right. Those are the kids who are gonna yeah. be like, Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I felt like that. Yeah. That's funny. It's so interesting. That's interesting. I feel like Oh, it, those are the people who started right. things. Yeah. So I'm where I, gay gay kids and yeah, females. like you know, yeah. like you get to see what these people went through, yeah, so that you can be where you yeah. are today yeah. and how much work we have left, yeah, to do. Especially that line that um, I forget the character's name, Lisa's sister, when she's like, oh, "I Denise. studied that in my women's studies class." Horrifying, right? It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love, I love that moment, and then yeah. I want to just took take women's that. Studies. <laughs> right? I, I took a women's right. studies class. Yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah, I know. It's great. I've heard of that. I've heard of them. <sighs> yeah, it's so funny. I know. Everybody, come on! Everybody, come on! Come on over to the Heidi Chronicles. Well, Seriously. you have right? till May third. You have till May third. Get to on come it. See us. Get on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's important and relevant. It is important and relevant. It is not a dated play. (laughs) Wendy Wasserstein is an amazing writer and needs to be heard. And we're going to produce a revival of Uncommon Women and others. Yes. I'm there. We've put it out into the universe. It's there. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'll be in it. Well, thank you so much for talking thank with us. Thank you so much. This thank you great. for having yeah. me. This was fun. We knew yeah. you'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Thanks, guys. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dream cast etc and in the meantime go go see live theater. theater